Hello, everyone, and welcome to season two of CSID's Firewall Chats podcast. I'm your host, Cody Gredler with CSID, and joining me is my co-host and colleague, Morgan Grevy. Hi, everyone. This podcast is brought to you by CSID. If you or someone you know has identity theft protection or has been a victim of a breach and received similar services, there's a good chance we help power that product. CSID is a leading provider of global identity protection and fraud detection technologies for businesses, their employees, and consumers. Last year, we launched Firewall Chats in an effort to teach consumers and businesses more about the cybersecurity issues that are putting all of our identities at risk. In our first season, we explored topics like social media security, two-factor authentication, cybersecurity trends, and more with the experts and guests that we talked to. We have another great season in store for you and a few timely episodes featuring South by Southwest 2016 speakers. Now, if you haven't heard of South by Southwest, each March, thousands of thought leaders flock to right here in Austin, Texas for a multi-day conference to share ideas and skills, discuss pressing trends, and network with other like-minded professionals. A key focus of South by Southwest are topics exploring privacy and security matters, so we feel right at home there. If you're planning on attending South by Southwest, CSID's own Chief Innovation Officer, Adam Tyler, will be presenting a session on digital identities and modern underground currencies. We hope to see you there. Adam is also a guest on Firewall Chat Season 1, so if you'd like to listen to that episode or any past podcast, you can download it on iTunes or visit our SoundCloud page at csid.com slash firewallchats. Gearing up for South by Southwest, we're going to be talking with a handful of speakers who will be presenting sessions around privacy and security. Today, we're excited to be joined by Nula O'Connor, President and CEO of the Center for Democracy and Technology. In this episode, we'll explore ways to help you protect your digital life. Hi, Nula. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Before we dive into today's conversation, we'd love to hear about your background and your role with the Center for Democracy and Technology. Well, right now I lead the Center for Democracy and Technology, which is one of the leading kind of think tanks or think and do tanks or advocacy organizations working on the rights of the individual in the digital world. So in the internet space, when dealing with technology, we look at emerging technologies and the technological world from the point of view of individual liberty, privacy, free expression. And we have been doing this now for over 20 years, so really almost as long as there's been a commercial internet. And we work with companies and governments and and citizens and people all around the world on hopefully creating good policies around emerging technologies. And before I was here, I actually worked at Amazon on privacy and data and consumer trust issues. And I worked at General Electric and I worked in the federal government. And I started my career early on in what was then a startup called DoubleClick, which is now part of Google. And I've been kind of in and around tech for a long, long time. Nula, you're certainly an industry veteran and a South by Southwest veteran at that. Speaking of, this year you'll be hosting a session titled Protecting the Digital You during South by Southwest Interactive. Can you tell us a little more about your session? Sure. So we're going to explore really what the individual's rights are and also ways in which there are intrusions on your space in the digital world, but also ways that you can essentially fight back and really talk about 
where the threats are coming from, and there are threats to both identity, your your actual personal data. I think many of us know the very significant privacy issues that we all face in both leveraging and using the best of technology, but also making sure that we have a safe space to be individual, to be creative, to really be private. And I, I don't just mean in kind of our data bits, our, our names, our addresses, our unique identifiers, but also even in, in our transactions and in our communications and in our conversations that we're having in the online world. I'm worried about data, I'm worried about privacy, I'm worried about speech, and I'm worried about identity. It's definitely an interesting conversation. Um, So I read your session description for South by Southwest, and you talk about the notion of the digital self. Can you speak to how our online identities differ from our non-digital identities? What are we talking about when we talk about the digital self? The idea is that the things I put out about me, whether it's my Facebook page or my LinkedIn profile or my Twitter account, they are part of me. They are part of my identity. I am creating an online identity as I create an identity when I walk down the street and choose to wear a certain color dress or, you know, makeup or whatever. That is part of my self-creation. And that gets to really the heart of your question, which is, yes, in many cases, we do create very different digital identities. And in some cases, we don't. We just need to be mindful and make good choices. So, Nula, how can we play an active part of the digital community without oversharing or surrendering our privacy? It's never too late to start good data hygiene and good data decision-making, but I think it really calls on the individual to be very, very cautious about what companies they do business with and calling into question when we feel that those companies are are not engaging in data collection and, and use that's in sync with our expectations. So individually, we can make choices about you know what companies we do business with, the actual data bits that we share, not oversharing. I'm such a nut that even when I go to the store and they ask me for my telephone number, I look at them and they say, do you need that to complete this transaction? Like why to buy towels at Bed Bath & Beyond? Do I need to give you my telephone number? That makes no sense to me. I'm giving you my credit card or I'm giving you cash. Um, and so there's a little bit of kind of personal fighting back. But that puts all the onus on the individual, and I think that's wrong. When the market weight between a large company and an individual is so disparate, the onus has got to be on the companies themselves. You know, good corporate social responsibility in the digital age means thinking very hard about the data these companies are collecting. Is it really necessary? How long is it stored? Can it be minimized as quickly as possible? Um, And not having, again, kind of free flow of data to other actors, whether they be other companies or the government. So as far as the responsibilities of the companies go, what should consumers expect from companies and government when it comes to protection? The first thing is actors that are engaging in data collection of any kind, whether it's companies or government, private sector, public sector, need to be transparent about what data is being collected and when and why. I mean, that's just a baseline, and that's why we have privacy policies, which we didn't have 20 years ago, and that's a good start. But I I would even take it to a second level is, there's got to be, again, a very legitimate basis for the data collection, and there's got to be really limited sharing beyond the institution that we give our data to for the transaction at hand. And I, I think the third thing is, that not enough is thought about, not enough is done about, is data minimization and deletion. So just getting rid of the data. Data has a half-life at some point, and um, we've seen an exuberant kind of collection of data, both by companies and also by our own government in the United States and certainly elsewhere as well. Um, and you know what? Too much data is actually not helpful to most endeavors at hand. What you need is more relevant data. What you need is you know, data that can help you get your job done. Um, and so the just let's collect it all and figure out what we need for later is, I think, no longer an acceptable answer. Now, you've also worked on global and domestic technology policies. What cybersecurity issues do you see being addressed in the near future? 
Well, this is a great and very timely question. Since the president just announced a major induction of money to cybersecurity protection, both in the next budget and in creating some new structures, it's been a good announcement that we see the creation of a privacy council and a new chief information security officer for the U.S. federal government and this new cybersecurity commission. I'm hopeful that these will be really important steps forward for the U.S. government service. There are many, many fine people working there, and I think that... um, They certainly need more resources to get the job done of securing our data assets. And touching on that, how can the public take a more active role in helping shape policy and laws around privacy and security? Well, they can always support CDT, where we write and research and advocate on behalf of the individual on these issues. Um, Certainly, I mean, the great thing about the Internet is everything is available for everyone to see. You can see what your Congress representative or your senator or Department of Commerce or your Federal Trade Commission or FCC commissioners are saying and doing and writing. Many of them are showing up where we are now, which is great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Nula, and giving us such a great sneak peek into what you're going to be discussing at South by Southwest this year and some other really wonderful resources to refer back to. Anything else our listeners should know before we part? I think there are great days ahead. I think that the potential for technology to change lives in a big way in healthcare and education and the environment are still, we're still at the beginning. I'm mindful of what Jeff Bezos used to say, that we're still on day one of the internet. So I think everyone gets a voice in helping build it the right way, but hopefully always with the rights of the individual at heart. Thanks again for your time, Nula. This was a great discussion. And listeners, if you're headed to South by Southwest, be sure to catch Nula's session, Protecting the Digital You, during the first weekend of the conference. In our next episode of Firewall Chats, we'll be exploring the security of biometrics and biological data with two other South by Southwest 2016 presenters. If you like what you heard or have ideas we should explore next season, let us know by leaving a review on iTunes or share your thoughts on our social channels at Firewall Chats on Twitter and Firewall Chats on Facebook. You can also visit CSID.com for more great content, tips, and advice. Have a great day, everyone.